0: Well, God bless you, and it's been a wonderful night. Really great sharing. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was a real blessing when I heard Lawrence getting upset, actually, because... Oh, thank you. No, well, I didn't mean it like that. But, like, men don't really share their emotions, and they don't really, like, get You know, really get to see the heart of of what's going on. So when he was sharing what God had done in our lives, and you know, through the tribulations we may have gone through, and the the way that the adversary was trying to to break it down, break our relationship down with the health, with the family, with the ministry, and everything else. And um, you know, the adversary likes to isolate. Once he can isolate, then he gets to control. So it was a blessing to, to see you emotional and to, to look back, you know, and see how far God has brought us. Um, we had a fantastic day out. Uh, the, the way it all came about, actually, is Lawrence had been saying for a couple of weeks now, you know, you've been off work, you're supposed to be resting, and we've not really spent any time together at all. And, um, and, of course, because I'm home, Leanne thinks that that's a taxi, a taxi service. You know, she was getting Lawrence to go and pick her up, or I would go with Lawrence, we'd go and pick her up. And, but um, to go out and just to spend time together, you know, we we went on a long drive, we drove up through Bath and took some beautiful photos and every conversation was about God and, and how far he's brought us and sort of trying to anticipate what the future was going to bring um, as we move together with God. I mean, we've been together now 34 years and I love him as much now as I did the first time I met him. If anything, I love him more because I know him better than I did then. And um I can't bear to think of my life without him. It's uh, it's a real like heart tugging on, on on my heartstrings if if I try to think that way. But you know God knows God knows what our our future will be. And as we look to him as we get our desires as we continue to stay faithful. You know that is the key is to continue to stay faithful to him no matter what's going on in our lives and um, ever since Vinny has been born there's been a a lot of pressure on our daughter and she's really struggling um, because he's not as good as what Maya was and you know it's had a great toll on their relationship on their family and he's such a beautiful little boy I mean he, he giggles and he he screws up his face, he gets all excited, but he's not a good sleeper. And so they've been really struggling with not getting a good night's sleep. And we all know what it feels like if we've had an only a couple of hours sleep and we you know it's been a restless night and we have to get up for work the next day or we have to plow through the next day well she's had this now for about 15 months and um she's got real low in herself maya's acting up a little bit as well and uh, so what i thought i'd share on tonight is because usually i i share on things that's going on in my life and um what I can relate to, because I'm actually living it. I, I really don't like to to teach or share things that I'm not trying to live myself. So, I'd like you all to take your Bibles. We're going to turn to First John, chapter 3. And in verse 18, it says, My little children, let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth and to put that in a nutshell you know i'm I'm talking about the relationship that they're having with Vinny and Maya and yes they're little children but you know God sees us as his little children too so even though this is directed for those raising children don't forget we're God's children too and we have we are their examples so if we're not living it you know and the children aren't seeing that God in Christ in us then how will they ever know about God so it says let us love in word let us not love in word neither in tongue in deed and in truth. Again, it's in our actions. You know, um, David was sharing about forgiveness and that is an act of love and that's actually showing the truth. You know, if Jesus Christ can forgive, then how much more should we be able to forgive? Jesus Christ loved, how much more should we love? See, we don't go around looking to condemn and complain But we look to serve, to bless, to love. You know, that spirit that lives within us needs to be activated on a positive sense. So we are very careful with our words. You know, talking about careful with our words, we had Maya, and she, very bold, she came to Grandad and she said, Grandad, can I have an LOL doll on Saturday? And Lawrence said, Yes, Maya. Granddad will get you an LOL doll. This is a little collectible. They're about three inches high and she just loves them. So, she, yes, Maya. Granddad will get you an LOL doll on Saturday. So we've gone out for something to eat on the Friday night and I said to Lawrence we need to stop off in Sainsbury's we need to get some full cream milk because we don't drink it but Maya has full cream in her cup of tea when she goes to bed so we go into Sainsbury's our local supermarket and uh, Maya says Grandad look they have LOL dolls so she said may I have one please so Grandad's alright Maya but in Lawrence's mind, he's thinking, right, I'll get that now. And then we don't need to get one tomorrow. So he buys her the LOL doll. And we come home and she opens it. And she's so blessed. And she's playing around with it. We go to bed. We get up in the morning. and um, We were going up to Kingswood to meet Jason for a coffee. And uh, we get Maya ready. And off we go. And on the way back, we're doing a little bit of shopping. And she said... Grandad, she said, don't forget, she said, you promised me an LOL doll on Saturday, and today is Saturday, and he went, but Maya, you had it yesterday, but Grandad, you promised me the LOL doll on Saturday, and today is Saturday, and he went, oh yes. So, even with children, we have to be careful what we say because she caught Grandad out. You know, <laughs> Grandad promised her one on like Saturday. Even though she got one on Friday, that wasn't good enough because he promised her one on Saturday. So, poor Lawrence was out of pocket because he had to buy two. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in word and in deed, we are careful with our words. You know, we say what we mean and we mean what we say. Let's take a look at James, chapter 5. Go back a book. I've got the dog sat on my legs. James, chapter 5. And uh, we're going to have a look at verse 12. It says, But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, But let your yeas be yeas and your nays be nays, lest you fall into condemnation. You know, when we're talking with these children and when we're sharing, we don't have to swear, I promise you, you know, as far as the east is from the west, or I promise you, you know, as far as heaven is from hell, or I swear on the Bible you'll get this. We don't have to do that. But we let our yeas be yeas and our nays be nays. Our nays be nose. Make it very clear, make it very understanding. And it's like with each other. Again, you know, we're God's little children. How we respond to children is how we should be respond with each other. With just a pure heart, letting our yeas be yes and our nos be nos. No swearing on oaths. No, I promise to do this. Oh, I, I swear I'll do that. But. What we say, as long as it's according to the word, that's what we do. Jesus Christ said, suffer little children, forbid them not to come unto me. We can look at that actually, it's in Matthew, Matthew 19. You know, the way that we raise these children is according to the word, or it should be. You know, the way Jesus Christ... As, um talked about the children all throughout the Bible. You know, God has a specific way of us raising these children. Raising them so that they get to know about God and about Jesus Christ. Matthew 19. And we're going to read in verse 13. It says, Thus that... Then were they brought unto him little children, so the children were brought unto Jesus Christ, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer, little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. We need to really welcome these kids through our words when we when we share the word and we talk to adults we should also be able to do that with our kids especially the likes of like Leanne letting her know about ministering to male if she falls over letting her yays be yays and her nose be nose you know praying with the children and Vin is at an age now where he's starting to get his own little personality starting to do things that he shouldn't and also, the other thing is not to um, bring them, so that they're angry, what's it, uh, provoke them, yeah, provoke them not unto wrath. You know, all these things, like we do with each other, you know, some somebody says something and the other person gets angry, or then somebody says something about the word and somebody disagrees so they don't bother to speak to you anymore, you know, it's wrong. <laughs> We should be able to talk with one another, you know, with that love of God in our hearts, be able to converse with one another, with things that are going on. And then what does the word say? You know, iron sharpen if iron. It's the same with the kids, when the kids have a fallout. You know, you don't just leave them to get on with it and and not pay attention. Becky and Jack got a lovely little girl. You know, raising these kids in the word. And what happens, it'll never depart from them. You know, our kids were all raised in the word. And we took it seriously. We took it seriously. And I remember one night many, many years ago, we were downstairs having fellowship. And it was a little quiet upstairs. And, you know, so I went up just to check on them. And they were having their own little mini fellowship the three of them They were one was praying and then Carl was the leader and he'd say okay Leanne you speak in tongues and interpret you know there's us downstairs having our adult fellowship and there's our kids upstairs having their sort of little mini fellowship with Carl with Leanne and with Danny with the three of them but you know they did things even though they were raised in the word they did things that were wrong I remember having believers over and we're having coffee and again it's gone very quiet and i've gone upstairs and leanne she's seen me she's seen me being a hairdresser she's seen me cutting people's hair and she's got one of the believers little girls and she had beautiful long blonde hair she was four years old and uh leanne's there with the hair clippers and she literally taken from the back in the middle all the way through to the front and she was bold. (laughs) One strip and I just managed to catch her and this poor little girl that'll have her hair tied back for about oh I don't know, six months (laughs) until her hair grew back um, because Leanne had taken this bold patch all the way through this little girl's hair but they see us, they want to follow us they want to be like us so, you know, Proverbs twenty-two-six says to train up a child in the way that they will go in, in the Word and they'll never depart from it. And it's true. Like, our kids were raised in the Word. Dan is real hot. Real hot. Carl, he has his choice. He chooses not to want to do it. Leanne, she's raising children right now and she wants to know. Dad... How can I deal with this situation? Or, Dad, what can I do in this situation? Children are like a sponge, and they learn very quickly. So you have to be careful what you're teaching them. We are are to be like that with one another, you know, energizing one another, encouraging one another, loving one another, forgiving one another. We are God's little children. Let's have a look at Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, and in verse 15 it says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men or children that they may see the good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You know, the children have to see these good works. They have to see it in operation. Like I said, they're like a sponge. They'll soak it up. You know, we teach Maya, if she falls over, that she can minister to herself. You know, we teach Maya to pray. If she's sad or she's lonely, you know, well, you go to God, Maya. You tell God. So many scriptures help us to be good communicators when dealing with the children. Colossians 3.21 says, provoke not your children to anger it 's another thing you know we don 't expect the children to um, be on good behavior if you 're going to encourage them to wind them up, make them angry, make them retaliate, make them hit you or kick you, or we lovingly we lovingly tell them what the word says you know, and it does annoy me sometimes when I see people anger in their children you know you see it in the supermarket and they, they bring it on themselves a lot of the time, these mums But we just have to remember how much God loves us And then we transfer that love onto the children You know, we're grandparents now, we've raised our children And we have really good kids, really But that's all down to God So now we have the opportunity to encourage our grandchildren In the way of the word but it also comes not just from the grandparents but from the parents too and Leanne is so willing to want to learn right now Danny and Amber, they've just started trying to for children as well so, you know, all these all our kids are grown up yeah all our kids are grown up and now they're having their own children and they are responsible first and foremost to share that word with the children to encourage them, because I know that the schools here in the UK don't do it right now. Let's have a look at Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And you may say to yourself, well, I don't have children, so this don't apply to me. But, you know, you may see a situation or you may be involved in somebody's life that is raising children. And it's always good to have the knowledge so that you know, when you're in, if you don't have kids or you don't have grandchildren right now, it's always, it's the word at the end of the day. And you may come across a family, they may need help, and you'll have the word at hand to share. So Ephesians chapter 6 and then in verse 4 it says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, or mothers, or grandparents, or brothers or sisters, um, but bring them up in the nurture an admonition of the Lord. Wow, what a beautiful verse of scripture! You know, to actually love your grandchildren that much that you give them the word. There's no better present, guys. There really isn't. Kids today run a mock on the world. The world has taken the power from the parents. I remember when our kids were growing up that we had a wooden spoon, and uh, you know, the spoon was kept in the drawer. But if the children were playing up, and sometimes three of them together, you know, seven, five and three, it was a handful. um, And I'd get angry or, you know, I'd corrected them, sit down, don't do that, and they carried on. By the time I'd gone out to the drawer to get the wooden spoon and I'd come back in again, I'd calmed right down. Here in the UK, you're not allowed to smack your children anymore. And I never did smack them with the spoon. It would be when between the ages of, I guess, a year and three years old, that went they would to have a, a little. Bat. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was like a little tap on the hand. I always came down to their level. I never stood above them, but I came down to their level. I would tap them on the hand and I would say no. And then I would explain why i was saying no and what the consequences were now at one years old they didn't really understand but they understood what the spoon was so as soon as mummy was going out for the spoon nine times out of ten they'd corrected what they were doing and they'd sit down on the sofa and say it's okay mummy i've done i've done it i'm not doing that anymore or mummy i've said sorry or mummy i won't hit them again i promise you know so you know, but nowadays you're not allowed to smack your children, so there are other alternatives. But I'll tell you what, the kids in the UK run a mock. Yeah. They really run a mock. You know, I've known kids hit their parents uh-huh. and and no harm comes to those kids. You know, social services are so inundated over here and these kids are like ruling the roost. They're standing outside shops in multitudes of 20 or 30. They're intimidating people. You know, they're shouting abuse at people. You've got your racism. You've got your knifings and your guns. Drugs. Your drugs, drink. You know, in fact, it wasn't very long ago that I was asked to get somebody some cigarettes. They looked about 12 years old. And um, I said, no, sorry, I, I don't do that but they were asking everyone that was going into the shop hear mate, can you get me 20 cigarettes because they're not allowed to get served themselves but you know and so these parents are responsible for these children and I know that times have changed but parents have to work the kids go unnoticed or left to do their own devices and it's not the way God intended there's pregnancies It like 12 years, I think we had a girl pregnant in the UK at 11 years old
1: Mm.
0: only a child herself but see, the more we get out there in society, the more we let people know about God and his wonderful love and his son Jesus Christ then we have the opportunity to change, people have the opportunity to change, people have they're going through hard times right now. And some, there's a lot of single parents raising children on their own. Marriages don't stay together anymore. You know, the Bible or Christianity has gone out of the window here in the UK. Churches are closing down. And these kids, yeah, some of the churches are turning into flats. And these kids are running wild. And all children need boundaries They all want to feel loved And so we have that opportunity To To really get out there And to love on these kids And to let them know that God loves them Maybe more so than we need to approach the adults I don't know The kids are our next generation Proverbs 29 Is about correction You can read that Knowing that we don't actually build wrath in the children, but children do need correction. They do need boundaries. And, okay, so if you don't use the wooden spoon, you can use the step. You can have timeout. Use a corner. You know, get a little chair and put it in the corner so that the child knows that if it's going to misbehave, then you're going to go in timeout. If we don't start implying and Bringing these things into line with what the word says Then our grandchildren will start running amok And they'll be part of society And nowadays, societies turn their backs on the kids They're left to run wild Nobody cares about them And I certainly don't want that for my grandchildren Or anybody else's children So we need to get really into this word Understand what it's saying And then get out in the community And start loving on these kids my parents never smacked me. My dad just had to look at me, and that was enough. <laughs> you know, so she it does to look work. At me and that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that's enough. With Maya, I talk to her. I come down to her level. I explain. And kids just want to please us. You know, when, when they know that they are loved, they just want to please you. and and maya she does naughty things sometimes and i say maya you know that doesn't bless nana you know but you should be doing it like this and she says okay nana you know i tell her stories and things i did with my nan i tell her stories about jesus christ i tell her stories from the bible and she absolutely loves it Psalm 78 let's have a look let's see what the word says about some of these things Ecclesiastes, Psalm 78. Psalm 78, and we're going to read from verse 2. It says, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generations to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. We all have testimonies to tell. We all have stories to tell. We all know the wonderful stories through the Bible. We have something to share and we must not hide it from the kids but we we share it with that great love and encourage them that you know this is how they lived I tell Maya stories of Noah and how he built the ark and she loves listening and like I said they're like a sponge they'll soak it up and it teaches them about God and it teaches them about Jesus Christ so you know when we get out in the society and we're sharing the word to somebody may have never heard the word they're little children they're babes you know and they need the milk of the word so we encourage them to go to God and we encourage them to pray or we encourage them to minister to themselves but we can also share what God's done for us because the testimonies the living testimonies are the great wonderful works of God as it says here in um, verse 2 Uh, Sorry, verse 78. In verse 2, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. You know, things that have happened in our past, which we have heard and known of, our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. Reminding people what God have done in our lives it encourages faith and builds believing in others. Children are our next generation and will only learn about God and Jesus Christ if we teach them. Our schools have done away with religion. I used to pray in assembly at school or the or the headmaster would pray but we would have like a service in the mornings before we started school you know we'd have our dinner and we would pray for our dinner but all that's done away with now and with all the different religions that have come in they say that they can't cover all of them but I think they forget that this was Bristol actually is the city of churches or it used to be Okay, so there are different religions, even in, Christi- in even in Christianity. So you may have Methodist, Baptist, um, Pentecostal. Pentecostal. You know, there's many, but there's still only one God that services all in all. Nowadays, so many different religions because we're a multinational society, but we should have never sidetracked from what we were originally. You know, we were an island, we were independent. Okay, we're out of the European Union now. Only God knows what the future holds for us. But we pray for those people in power. And we let our kids know that we pray for the people in power. You know, don't hide it from them. Sit them down, pray with them, encourage them. Let them hear what you're doing so that it will encourage them as they get older to do it. You know, pray for their teachers, pray for their headmasters, pray for their schools, that God has his way always. So I encourage you to really, you know, whether it's little children, whether it's teenagers, or whether it's adults, it's still God's little children, you know, and we can encourage one another with the the love and the good works we can encourage one another to forgive we can encourage one another to be kind we can encourage one another to love one another and to have great believing we can encourage one another to take a stand you know lots of bullying going on at school danny almost got expelled because he stood up against the bullies he hated bullies you know he would hit the bullies (laughs) if he saw somebody getting picked on but you know, actually taking a stand for something that's right. And God and Jesus Christ is right. So we take a stand on it. I'm going to end now in Matthew uh, chapter 24. And we're going to read from verse 4. You know, Jesus Christ is coming back, and that can't even be sooner for me right now with the way that the world's going. And I know Nancy can't wait. (laughs) But in the meantime, we still have a job to do. Whether we're sharing with adults or whether we're sharing with little children, whether it's our own children or our grandchildren or if it's our neighbor's children, we have that responsibility to raise these children according to what the Word says. Here in Matthew chapter 24, and in verse 4, it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. But then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise, and shall receive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. You are responsible to hold forth the word, no matter what the situation. We've been told that there'll be false prophets. We'll be told that nations arise against nations. We've been told that wars Wars will come. That people will hate one another. That, you know, people won't forgive. People won't have the love of God in their hearts. That the world will wax cold. But... Even if only one person's standing, and they're loving that one last person that needs to hear, and that could be a child, we have a responsibility to stand and hold forth this word of God. We hold it forth with boldness, with no fear. We don't let our lights burn out, no matter what the situation is. But we do have a responsibility to teach these little children and to love them with the love of God. So bless your hearts.
1: So that's great, Kim. And you know, and God will give us the strength and the uh, and the wisdom and the words that we need, as well as the conduct. There is a conduct of a believer, you know. Yeah. And when we're being led by the Spirit of God, that conduct will manifest itself, and we will shine His lights. And, you know, that love of the, um, where it says the, the love of many shall wax cold, that word is agape. It's talking about believers. Yeah. You know, that because of offence, iniquity, offence, the love of the believer will wax cold. You know, we, if we're we walking with God again. We won't get offended, you know. We have to put the old man nature to those faults to sleep. You know, the old man is dead. You know, we, we're, and we're to reckon it dead and so we come from the place of the new man mind Christ in you the hope of glory and uh, really great sharing tonight you know God is working guys and we just need to keep it tender and loving do the things that God is working in your heart to do be led by the spirit of God you know let him lead you let him guide you and speak forth what he puts in your heart to speak and you know Jesus Christ is our head we do what God says you know god is at work and, uh, and and we just keep positive we keep encouraging because god always gives those fitly spoken words for us because we rely on him for everything our encouragement the healing of our emotions the healing of our minds or our bodies you know he is our great provider and he's for us he's with us we are not gonna fail doesn't matter what you're feeling say or the circumstances say or the situations just have a great expectation on god you know, and, and really, you got to be led by the Spirit of God. That's what Jesus Christ was led by, you know. he done the will of the Father, and we can do the will of the Father when we're led by the Holy Spirit of God, and when we do those things that are pleasing in His sight, which is to do what He puts in our hearts to do. And, you know, again, like with Maya being the example before these kids and having a compassion yeah. for these kids out there, you know. I, I really do have a great heart for young people the youth you know because i was there once and there was no one to help me and uh, you know for a long time and then you know going to boarding school being just left there and then it was one, one until i come out that um you know one of the girl one of my girlfriend's friends mother was a believer and she just uh, told me you know simply shared her faith she was from a just a straight church told me all about jesus and uh and then I stayed there a few times, and it was through her I got born again. And then she connected me up with a church, which I never went to. <laughs> but,
0: well, I bet Pedro understands as well, he's a teacher, so yeah. he teaches these kids.
1: So, like, you, we've got to have a heart for these kids, you know what I mean, and the love, and really just be ourselves around them, trying yeah. to relate to them. You know, sometimes, like, they'll ask him, if she's outside the shop, you get me the cigarettes. I'm a little bit of a softy. I say, all right, give us some there. Then I share with them. I say, you really shouldn't be smoking. I used to do the same as you. And it opens up a little conversation. Oh, these are right, that bloke, is he? Yeah. And then, you you know, it opens up the door to share the word. So it's just doing it with God. Um, I know it's not right to go and get it, but I do anyway. I just do what God puts in my heart. And it's the same when we went out to Bath on, not yesterday, the day before. Tuesday. Tuesday we, uh... We've seen this guy. He was sat down, you know, lots of homeless people now, and God just put it in my heart to give him some money. And he said, "Can I? Can I? Have, if you've got a cigarette, I can have." So I gave him some cigarettes, but I just asked him to share like his little story with me, and uh, and I said, "Look, I'll be keeping you in my prayers." And we shared with him, you know what I mean? And it's just great to be able to share your faith and be bold and be led by God. And there was many people he that were
2: children he, there church. was
1: many people that were begging. Yeah. But God just led me to this guy, like just, and I just got really touched in my heart. And uh, Kim's there all for it. He's, you know, go on, love you, go and give it to him. And we sat there and chatted with him. He had a little dog with him as well. Yeah. And Anyway, great fellowship, great sharings, and uh, I think we should have some prayers and some manifestations now. So if someone would like to uh, pray. pray and then... Other people to manifest. And we'll do it on the Skype. There we go. Father God, thank you for this oh, wonderful. God. Thank you, Father, for the
3: wonderful work to inspire your people around us to encourage us by the living spirit that um, is within us, Father, that high price that you paid for our Lord Jesus Christ to make available this spirit that is going to live on forever, God. Thank you, Father, for opening the eyes of our understanding that we learn more and more, uh, not only of this time, but the time to come, God. Thank you, Father, that, you know, you have things to share with each one of us, God, and that is living and real. Um, thank you that we can discern truth from error, that, that we have this living relationship with you, that You're talking to us and you're giving us understanding and you're telling us about situations and circumstances that by our five senses we could know nothing about, Father. Thank you that we do not walk in this dark world without any light, that we truly have you with us to guide us and to give us a, a heads up in every situation, you give us wisdom. You prepare for us the way. You keep us out of trouble. You tell us how to uh, be in one place. You give us, you keep us one step ahead. And I am so grateful and thankful for that, Father. You know all things, God, and um, I just so. So very thankful, Father, for the Spirit, this life that lives within us, God, and that we truly are seized at the right hand. And I thank you, Father, that, you know, our life is going to go on forever. So that puts things in a real different perspective, Father. So thank you, God, that uh, we can have the boldness to speak and and not be concerned by the things that that are in this world. We're living in a fallen world. What do we expect? So I just thank you, God, that, You know, when we speak words, Father, they're like fire, Father. They just light up a path for people. And I just thank you, God, that we can um, bring, show people your love, the greatness of that love, and that it's, you know, it's about them being with you eternally. Um, Thank you, Father, for the third heaven and the third earth. It's it's coming. And and for your son coming back. um, Thank you, God, that there's, We get to speak that which saved saved our own lives, God, and we remember that. We remember that whenever we're talking to somebody, this person, this moment might be the moment that brings that person to you, Father. So I just thank you, God, for just that awesome opportunity and that privilege to be able to share your word and your love and your light and that we are as living epistles as we walk this earth. Thank you for each of our journeys, God. Thank you, Father, that they are it's a good journey. And thank you, Father, for um, just us, the body, being able to encourage one another. Um, to be able to have, you know, free entree into each other's lives, God, so that we can encourage one another. And um, thank you, Father, for no fear, Father. Um, that's not of you. That, that when you put these things in our hearts, God, we could just move forward. So I praise you and I thank you for your plans, God, and uh, your restorative plans for each of our bodies, God, and how you're working in our bodies and you're telling us what to do and how to do that and Father just how you restore us to the health that has been bought and paid for by our Lord Jesus Christ because it's by his stripes that we are healed we were it's past tense it, it was done so I praise you God for your wonderfulness and I praise you for um, your great love for us and I praise you Father for you, you're sharing heart. You share with us, and you 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 have such great concern for us. And there's not You don't miss a beat with anything in our days, God. So I thank you for this fellowship and for each and every individual um, that listens to uh, this teaching. And thank you, Father, for how it ignites a fire in their hearts, God, and it encourages them to continue on on the path that you put them on. Or it gives them pause to uh, change their minds and turn to the path that they were supposed to be on and how you work that out, God. You're your father and we're not. So we we'll just thank you, God, that your words just accomplish that which you have set for them to do. And it's in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, that living spirit of God that lives in us, that he made available. I thank you and I praise you, Father. Amen.
1: Amen. So if anyone wants to mind, pray, or pray,
3: You truly are my children. I have given you my word, my wisdom, my strength, my love, and you can really do um, my ministry, the ministry of reconciliation that I have given to you. You are the apple of my eyes, and I give you whatever you need. In every situation. situation, I love you.
1: My beloved children, know this day that I am with you. I have my hand protection around you at all times. Know I have filled you with my spirit, and you are mighty conquerors. You are lights in this world. And know indeed that you are mighty, and that nothing can stand before you, as you stand in faith and know in who you are. So stand strong. Speak forth my word boldly. Put your desires to me. Give me your requests. And know that I will meet those needs for you, my children. Go forth boldly and speak my word with authority and love. And know indeed I will back up your words. For my heart is to have all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For someone needs to speak that truth. And to speak it with boldness, clarity and love. With a heart for that person. With a heart for those that are lost. And I have given you that heart. There's Christ in you the hope of glory. So go forth and shine my children. and Be bold. And don't look at your circumstances or your situations or your lack of inability that you may think that you have. For I have provided you everything to be strong and to stand strong and to be fruitful and to be a blessing and to be comforted and for every need to be met in your life. For I am a great provider. I'm El Shaddai, Elohim. Nothing's impossible with me, guys. So keep looking to me in every situation. And someone else a word of prophecy, please?
2: Know my children, that I am your God, the Almighty God, the one that have made you and create you. And I put my spirit in you so you could walk boldly in those times, these times, and you can come to me and talk to me. We have my spirit in you and you have my spirit because I want to communicate with you. And you as my children know that I am a true God, the Almighty God, and the one that takes care of you always. So come to me boldly and walk boldly on my things, on that spirit that I put on you, because you, my children, have great things to do in that world. You are my light, and you have all the instructions that you you need and all the things that you need to walk as my sons, as light, as the ones that... Will give my word to the others, will give the knowledge that they need to come to me and to get born again To So children walk side by side with me, because I will never leave you. Am I with you? And I'll be with the others that will come to me too.
1: <clears throat> Amen. Would someone like to either manifest or close out the word of prayer and a word of thanks?
3: Thank Papa. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love. Thank you, God, that you have given us all of heaven. You've poured out everything that you have for us in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that we can carry these words in our hearts and our minds and that we are encouraged to be bold because it's all about him and what he's finished for us and that we have been perfected in him. So we give you all praise and glory, and thank you for this wonderful
2: time that you've given us. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.